0: okay welcome everybody how's it going out there
1: it's fabulous here in New Jersey
0: it's good to hear so we've got some some more heavy-duty listening uh, to do here yes. today I guess
1: it's been a busy couple of months over the pond that's for sure, sure. Definitely. Quite, a quite, a, quite a few big events packed together in such a short space of time. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. It's like the only space of time in Scotland though where it's not raining sideways every day.
1: <laughs> so they just cram it in, get as yeah. much as they can uh, get done.
0: Well they don't even do the last major anymore. You know, everyone's back in school and you sure. know, so they're just like, this is what's happening. Which by the way is really cool. I, I'm so envious of that circuit. Yeah. And how cool it would be to be able to to do that circuit with the band it would just be really really neat
1: it's pretty cool and it's and it's significant right it's meaningful because there's you know they're the major contests and it's it means a lot to every all of these bands and they all go you know so you get the whole entire uk field going over and every on all of these contests. So it's a decent contest every time out which is pretty cool
0: absolutely so let's get down to it let's uh why don't we listen to reverse order and we've got the top three grade one MSRs and then we're uh, going to do something interesting at the end of the show and listen to some of the lower grade, ba- not lower grade so much as we got grade two champion and grade three A champion, which will be yes. kind of interesting to hear. So um, what do you say we, we get at it?
1: Let's get at it. Let's feel more from my company. Marshall leaving the door open <laughs> which is a rare occurrence to hear
0: <laughs> um, okay so I uh I was just about to say something. Oh yeah, so I appreciate I appreciate that uh, shots is on the way up and doing lots and lots of really good stuff, but we're about to hear how it's just not quite where, it's not quite where it needs to be yet. At least that, yesterday when I listened through these, um, that was, um, you know, that was my impression. Maybe I'll maybe I'll rethink what I was thinking there, but. Uh,
1: yeah, but I mean, definitely you have you know that performance feel much. Like you, say, you know, as they go into Charlie's Welcome, which you know I don't know why any other band would bother playing that tune in a in, a, in an MSR, since they've like got the definitive presentation of that tune these days. But um,
0: you yeah, know, I don't know. You don't yeah, know? Yeah. Well,
1: it, it's they they definitely no one can come close. There hasn't been anyone coming close to that tune. And who who, who tried it? Um, at the beginning of the season, I'm trying to remember, I forget who. Glasgow Police, maybe? I think it was. I don't know why you would even touch that tune, but, you know, given that Field Marshall's been playing it for, like, two decades, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, like, no, almost no way you could actually perfect it. It's definitely
0: play. in vogue, right? It's definitely yeah. in vogue, isn't it? Yeah, Dowco's playing it. Uh, I think SFU, at least in the past couple of years, were playing it a little bit. Uh, yeah, like, everyone's, everyone's doing it. For me, mm-hmm. it's just, like, I don't know. For me, I, I just don't know. Okay, Uh, we have actually a bagpipe question here. Um, rookie question. Um, I think all of us, regardless of what stage we're at, feel like rookies sometimes. So, uh, practicing last night, for some reason Reed sounded terrible and would just shut off. Wasn't overblowing or anything like that. So what gives? Um, there's a couple of things to check. I'm with Dan. Um, I'm with Dan in that sometimes you need a little bit of moisture. Uh, maybe it's too moist. Maybe it's accidentally too wet. Um, you know, look at the reed physically, make sure that there are no cracks in the reed, no chips in the reed. Um, And then the last thing is look, look in the chanter from the bottom and make sure you can see clearly through the reed. Cause sometimes like an ear, like sometimes an earplug gets stuck in there. That's happened to me once or twice, like (laughs) an earplug or like some, some sort of pipe case item gets lodged in the chanter and causes all sorts of trouble uh yeah if if uh if you play a hide bag with seasoning sometimes you gotta watch out for a chunk of seasoning that can come down if it hits the reed you can get into trouble um but uh it's pretty unlikely the reed would just die on you so um there's different thing you know so if if you've accidentally chipped the reed if if the reed has developed a crack of some kind, obviously that's going to be a big problem. Oh, practice chanter. Okay, uh, the number one thing that causes um, chanter reeds to stop is going to be overblowing. Um, overblowing too much moisture. Like sometimes the moisture just fills right up, and you know it gets kind of gross in there, and uh, that can cause the problem. Again, like you could check to see if something is blocking the the passageway after the reed in some way.
1: Yeah. Sometimes those Uh, reeds need to be warmed up a bit too, because when you start playing, they just don't work right for a while. And then you got to like heat them up and classics got to get a little bit loose to start vibrating properly.
0: Yep. And then, you know, make sure there's no damage to the reed. Make sure the reed is standing freely and not touching the side of the um, mouthpiece section, you know, like uh, mostly just all common sense items. Make sure that you're, you know, the biggest thing, though, is make sure that you're not overblowing and make sure that you um, are not getting too much moisture. Those are the big thing. Um, yeah, using it cold. The other thing, too, especially as a beginner, is, you know, you'll wake up uh, one day and, and you know, you'll just have more strength than you did before. Um, and, and, you know, like your lip strength and your lung strength gets stronger. And so you can end up overblowing without even realizing it
1: excited to excited to get started on practicing there you go yeah. enthusiasm
0: yeah so so any number of things the other thing too is the reed ex- itself right sometimes they can just change and get easier like it could you know it could be the wrapping on the reed or just the plastic has reached a certain point and so, and suddenly it becomes more efficient or easier to blow um, and that's just the way the cookie crumbles so um, so there you go. It's one of the reasons we generally recommend that you have two or three good reads that you can go to. All right, Ken, starting a fire department band, so that's pretty neat. Excellent.
1: Whatever you think about that Field Marshal performance, that is definitely probably one of the rare few times I've heard Field Marshal sort of leaving cracks open for other bands. For sure.
0: Yeah, you think that guy that made the mistake in the reel, you think he's still in the band? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I'm not quite sure about that. Start with a little uh, rough
1: as well. It wasn't as tight as it normally is. It picked up after like the second part, but going in, it was a little bit shaky. You know.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. It wasn't perfect, but like I think... And you can tell me if I'm wrong here, and I know Mike O is out there, big Shots fan. You can tell me if I'm wrong, but... Um, despite the problems that you know we hear from Field Marshal there, my my uh, first reaction is that shots is still not in the ballpark despite the fact they were second. So uh, why don't we have a listen and you know you can uh, you can uh, maim me if I'm wrong. Let's hear it. All right. Okay, that was exciting. So um, it was not as it was not as um, unawesome as I remember. So um, yeah. I, I'm eating a little bit of my losing words steam. on my own there. Losing, losing
1: steam a little toward the end, you know, like they do. That's what uh, Field Marshal's always had going for it. By the time they get to the reel, they're rocking and it's like solid to the end. And here it was like just you see, you can feel it petering out a little bit. Just the energy was dissipating a bit. An uh, ensemble is coming apart a little bit. Um, just I don't know, nerves, tired. I don't know.
0: But yeah, the good. drum core is mm-hmm. drum core is definitely like very very um, slick, very very slick. Um, I wonder. You, this is all the drone chorus stuff, right?
1: Uh, yes, yes. The t- right. these three, yes. This is
0: very cool. It depends. Um, different headphones have a different effect for me too. Like these ones, they tend to fill out. The full spectrum a little better, um, mm-hmm. and I think I was listening on my iPhone headphones, which are just a, ter- a terrible bagpipe listening headphone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I've, I've got a I've set of over-the-ear headphones that I like to listen to. And you can definitely hear a difference. And right now I got these little earbuds in, which is just—they're pretty good, but they're not, you know, the same.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, so there you go. I agree. Uh, Drone course is the best, and uh, props to him. And if you go to YouTube and type in Drone Chorus, one word, we certainly recommend you subscribe to his channel and support him in whatever way you can because he hits the nail on the head. So there you go. Let's keep going. St. Lawrence O'Toole next. Uh, yeah I thought that was rough I I mean with all due respect obviously to the fact that they're really good but I I didn't think that was a great performance was that third
1: that was third yes and all three of these events were tied they were tied in you know just the general points that lay out in the scores and Phil Marshall his shots were first and second on ensemble preference so the ensemble score decided the list basically yeah Yeesh. So they were first. Yeah, Phil Marshall was first ensemble. Shots was second, and Saint Lawrence was two third ensemble. So that made the list. But that was tie scores so all across the board there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you said you said it earlier. Like, there's so many good drum cores out there these days. It's like all of these bands have really rocking cores, and it's like any one of them, at any given day, could easily sort of edge the other out. And It's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's cool. It's really cool, yeah. I think. Uh, but yeah, it's a bad year for shots to just have this really, really Jeez. cracking like <laughs> drum core, you know, like the old days, because um, so many other cores are good. It's not even that I think other cores are better than shots. It's just that um, for whatever reason, a lot of these cores are in vogue, like um, mm-hmm. Saint Lawrence, you know, very very big. And you know, I don't. I'm not like a. Um, I, I, I'm well versed in what good drumming is, but I'm not like, you know, top level expert, obviously, uh, being more of a piping focused person. But, uh, but yeah, it just occurs to me that a lot of these cores are good. The judges I yeah. like in what's happening with a lot of them. Um,
1: yeah. You know, Glasgow Police, they won the drumming in the first two majors. And then this one, they sort of got sunk to the bottom there. I didn't listen to their performance that closely to see it like see you know gauge it against like say this one you know and you know slot one the drumming in this, this contest but um, I would have to imagine it's up at the same level maybe there was some technical flaws or something but um, it sounded pretty good to me just generally <laughs> just listening you know but um, yeah but it, again it's like one of these things like it, it, you know the drumming everybody's listening to the band performance but the drumming judge is the only one listening to the drumming right the technical issues and unison and all that stuff that we listen to in the band performance and, you know, but
0: you're that you're every drumming judges,
1: really, it's easy to miss some
0: of that stuff. Yeah. Every, and then every drumming judge is different. Like how do you balance just technical drumming with the overall picture? And I have a hunch mm-hmm. that there's a, there's a wide range there, right? Uh, there's a wide range. And I have a hunch yeah. that the reason bands like field Marshal um, do, you do better in drumming than you might expect relative to, you know, uh, relative to cores like uh, like shots and in all of these like really epic drum cores. Um, I think I have a mm-hmm. hunch that it, it all carries over, right? Quality of the pipe sound, quality of the overall groove and feel of the whole band that bleeds in largely mm-hmm. to drumming results, um, and uh, I, I really do think that's a big thing because. You look at a, a drum core like Drew Duthorst's core, right? Um, I think that, I think if Drew Duthorst's core played with, you know, like a more, let's say a top three pipe core, rather than, rather than uh, you know, eight to 12 pipe core, let's say, right, I think the drumming result would be drastically different, right? It would be closer to the top rather than middle of the pack. Mm. Uh, just using just using last year's result as an example, I, um, You know, I think that I I think that, um, you know, it's just it's an interesting phenomenon. (laughs) Right. I mean, right. And the the question is, how many ensemble how many ensemble considerations are really bleeding over into the piping and the drumming judging? Um, And I think you're I think we're seeing a shift in that. And, you know, these judges are, you know, more and more ensemble focused. Uh, Another great example is, you know, SFU's drum corps. Like definitely, definitely a drum corps that has a chance to win, uh, you know, to win the drum corps every year, uh, you know, has gotten has gotten very low results in the past few years relative to what you would expect. Um, And it could it could have to do with, you know, less less than uh, optimal pipe section performances over the past few years, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it again, not, yeah. I'm not trying to diss, I'm not trying to diss SFU, obviously, but I'm no, just no. saying like, I'm just saying, I wonder if, you know, I wonder if that's related. I wonder right. if there's like a, there's something going on there.
1: I think, I think you're right. I think there's a general, I think it's, you, you would never be able to say it in words and all these judges would probably never spell it out in words, but you definitely get the feel that there's a more of a, of a, of a bigger picture. Thing happening across the board, right? Piping, drumming, ensemble. Like ensemble is no longer just this separate score. It's like everybody's taking it all into account when they when they listen to these these uh, bands. And I think that you know that that sort of minimizes the technical flaws, right? That you might hear, yeah. or the little things that might you know mar a performance uh, are sort of pushed aside and given sort of you know push down the list in terms of priorities when, when what we're listening to and if you're able to produce like a really good groove a really solid performance start to finish like say Phil Marshall did so far out of the top three there's their, their performance is just like rock solid from start to finish um, if you can do that <laughs> you know that matters you know it's not aside from the technical flaws like a slip and a bad finish and you know weird unison issues in the, in the beginning you know it's, you can get past that stuff if everything else is there you know and I think the judges are recognizing that. And so you would never probably hear any of them say that, but I think that's the trend that's happening overall, because um, you know, because all of these bands I think have flaws, right? There's all these little unison bits here, uh, timing issues, little ensemble disconnects here and there. If you're really, you know, checking boxes, if that were really what you were doing as a judge, you know, the result would probably be far different. Um, so that's what mm-hmm. I think.
0: Well, Gary's saying, doesn't it just make sense to do it that way? And, and the answer is, I don't know the answer to that question, because there's a delicate balance between how much does our actual technique matter versus, you know, what, like, versus does this performance give me a warm, fuzzy feeling? Yeah, you know? exactly. I, I, but way, I
1: think, honestly, unconsciously, I think the judges are recognized. I think the warm, fuzzy feeling, these sort of ensemble effect, the groove, and the energy in the performance itself is having a larger influence on the final results these days, I think, especially among the top bands.
0: I think it's just a natural ebb and flow, you know? I think it's a natural ebb and flow of how things are listened to. And I think we're, we're especially like, yeah, bands are becoming so great technically, I I think we're seeing a flow back towards, you know, how does this actually make me feel Mm -hmm. versus how technically excellent is it? And then no one can beat Phil Marshall as far as what it feels like to listen to them up close. You know this yeah. the sound is just it's just a different dimension really it's, and it really great. is <laughs> it's yeah. Really nice. <laughs> yeah it's very very pleasant um rob Madison, we were talking about that on a on a class um, a while ago uh, we were talking about just how they managed to get such a sweet sweet pleasant sound
1: yeah what's also interesting you know have these three bands being tied you know they had the, those piping scores were kind of jumbled um and You know they all have different different things going on i'm I'm really sort of impressed by it everybody seems to be paying a lot of attention to the quality of say the drone sound as a you know against their channers and the drums and everything else because it's all different it's never no one's going for like the sound like field Marshal, you know no one's trying hard to sound like they're trying to sound like their own thing like they're trying to get their own blend going and it's really kind of interesting to hear like shots has this different this unique thing going i don't know what they're playing but um it's definitely interesting, you know. I, I can't yeah. say it's better or good or anything. It's just, it's just interesting, which I think is really the point, you know.
0: Well, Nate's saying like, what's Field Marshal's secret? Well, I, I think I don't know if it's a secret so much as like a very well. This is what I th- this is what I really think. It's not a secret so much as just a very very well designed and executed system to to make every single bagpipe, you know, um, at, you know perform to this specific sound that they're going for and, they're, they, and you know and they're just very very good at getting that and what's interesting about shots and I think it's a big part of their rising to success is they you can clearly hear that same idea it's just the sound that they produce just you know branches out in a slightly different direction so it's just a different quality of sound but it's like it's the consistency um, it, it's the quality consistency and execution level of you know, what that band's ideal sound and setup is going to be. I think
1: it's blood sacrifice. It's some ancient Catholic voodoo. Right. It's
0: know. not. <laughs> it's not. It's not that. So anyway, let's listen. Here's a grade two number one. Is that right?
1: Uh, yes. This is the uh, European champions in grade two. Johnston Pipon, who were grade three A just last year. They won the world's last year in grade three A, and this is their first year in grade two, so pretty impressive for them.
0: All right, let's hear it. Let's hear how uh, the grade two standard sounds right now. It's pretty good. You know, it's like the sound is not perfect, blowing's not perfect, unison's not perfect, musicality, definitely not perfect. But you know, the message there for you know grade two bands, I think, is that it's a full performance with mm-hmm. nothing like radically bad happening. Right, which is really and hard. It, 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 like you know, that's a it, hard it, it, it thing. A good,
1: yeah, and they had a good. They did a good job of like you know staying in the groove and and keeping it going. You know, like musically, holding up against some of the other Scottish bands that are you know that were placing in that grade. I mean, you know, that's you know you said it. Like if you do everything right, <laughs> you know that's that should should put you in a good place. But uh, you know, to get that little extra something, you know, you're gonna have to push a little further musically. You know.
0: Yeah. To use a golf analogy, right? It's not, it's not that you can never have any bogeys, right? It's that you want to avoid like triple and quadruple bogeys, right? Like that's the name (laughs) of the game, right? It's not that you can never have a bogey because you'll have a few birdies in there. You'll have a few things that are really nice that go really well. You just can't have anything like really stick out as being like not good, yeah. Uh, you know, we learned that over many, many years in the grade two game. You know, we we learned that. Well, I, think uh, it's, I think
1: it could be like a, a fear thing. Like it's just a caution that grade two bands maybe go out. They don't want to push the envelope too much because they're still grade two and they want to produce a good performance. And, you know, and maybe that's it. But when you really think about it, like this band, like they just went for it. <laughs> you know, I kind of admire that. They're like they just like, let's do it. You know, like, and it, you know, it sounds not perfect, but it's like, so what? Let's just do it anyway. You know, and just and they just have at it, which I think is really what you're after. And all these, any of these bands, you know, like and you don't hear that until you hit the right one. You know, you hear the band just like going for, shooting for it, hitting the, You know, get in the groove, stay there, and whatever happens, <laughs> happens. You know, you just keep going. Um, and and I think that's that's the that's the ingredient you need. If they can keep doing that, I think you know the Channer stuff will work its way itself out. They'll do the right things there, and pretty soon, you know, you'll see. Hopefully, if they. Stay at it, you know, that they got the right ingredients there.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Let's hear the grade 3A. So we're going down one more grade here. Let's see what the winner sounded like here.
1: An MSR, and this is just a little bit in the beginning. So it's, this is from the City of Discovery's webpage. So this is from there. I just they got a little intro thing, so bear with it. It's not like pulling it, holding it together, you know, it's, which is, I think, the flaw in a lot of little grade bands like that. It's like they just don't, it doesn't stay together, you know, it just comes unglued <laughs> rhythmically, you know, timing-wise, all that yeah. kind of
0: stuff. Yeah, it's very interesting. You know, like, that, that grade is interesting. Here's why. In the minor competitions, the juvenile bands will play in that grade, uh, but in the majors, they don't. They have their own separate grade. So um, it's like a weird space. It's a weird space and the there because to be they, very you good know, too, and they kind of a to wild ride. Well. Like, you
1: know the George yeah. band and George
0: the juvenile bands would tend to win those, right? Like your your Bog Hall and your Watsons, yeah, um, and stuff like that. They tend to win those. So so it's going to be interesting. The Dollar right?
1: Academy is another one that's
0: sort of on the rise, I think. It's another one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, all very interesting. Well, um, I think let's venture towards wrapping it up here for today. Um, yeah, there's not
1: going to be much to listen yeah, to. Yeah, are there any now questions, in, uh,
0: comments before rules, we finish think, here?
1: Right? This is now like there's no more, there's not another contest, right? This is it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You might be right. Smaller games, maybe.
0: Well, what's there's one more major. Is what's there? the other major? Yeah, because we've only had three so far. Check here.
1: Scottish Championships, 25th of July. Here you go.
0: Yeah. That'll be interesting to see. You know, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens there.
1: Yeah, that's pretty, cool. I have a hunch. pretty close to the Worlds, too. That's kind of interesting, you know. It's only a few weeks. Yeah. You know?
0: I'll tell you what the top three is going to be at the Scottish.
1: <laughs> What's going to be?
0: It's going to be Field Marshal. Marshall. Inverary, shots, that's, that's, which is also going to be, I, which go. is also going to be, the, that's also going to be the result at the Worlds.
1: Nice. I put my list up there earlier. I think shot. I think shots is a. It's one of these. Things. I think you, they could be a. They're a dark horse. I think. Although Inverary is always, you know, I don't know. For them, it always depends on like who's judging and,
0: you know, whether or not. Don't doubt that. me. Yeah. Don't <laughs> doubt me. I don't know. I, I think I'm. Uh, I I'd, I'd like to go with the predictions. I have been. Uh, my percentage of correctness on predictions has been very high over the years.
1: Yeah, the top three gets pretty can be pretty good. The rest of it's kind of always a toss up. But a lot of times, and it's and it's a lot harder than it used to be. You know, the top three is are pretty easy still, but it used to be easier. Just it was the same six bands every year. You know, so it's just a matter of just picking the order. You know, nowadays. Yeah, I
0: think it's. Yeah. Yeah, Gary, it's folly not to include Inverary in the top three. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately so.
1: And these bands are huge. That's the other thing. If you watch the videos, these bands are enormous. (laughs) They're they're gigantic. It's kind of amazing the way they get everything sounding with, with groups that large. But there you go.
0: Yeah, we'll see where the chips fall, Gary, and then I'll have the last laugh. <laughs> All right. That's how confident I am. you should run a
1: dojo poll, a, a dojo poll and, and have a free prize at the end. There you go.
0: Nah. nah. No, thanks. No, I don't want to give anything for free away to someone who beats me on my predictions. <laughs> That's not what I want to do. not gonna happen all right. all right there you go well thanks again everybody for tuning in and until next week uh apparently we need apparently we need to do something useful next week according to commentary yeah always so uh, and
1: stuff is you know uh, yeah. it's it's the high time of the season man that's that's what else you're gonna do listen talk about bands it's like we gotta talk about like handicaps and you know batting stats and all kind of stuff you know
0: I agree, Mike Stewarts I think Stewarts have a good chance to qualify, but uh, as a member of the band, right all of our all of our individuals, especially in the pipe section are going to need to have a strong start to finish performance, and I think we have a very good chance so far we haven't done that yet we haven't had we haven't um, we haven't done that, so I think that's going to be the difference between being being that band that almost qualified and being the band that definitively qualified. So anyway, thank you for that, Mike. Indeed. All right. Carl's looking at me like, come on, dude. Got to wrap this up. So <laughs> wrapping it up. Carl's hung- Carl says he's hungry. So so there it is. Indeed. We'll see you later, everybody. We'll uh, try to do something useful next week. tell you, everyone.